All right, welcome into Burn After Listening episode. Uh, I don't even know what episode this is, actually. I need to look at this. 44, damn, okay, nice. Ducking getting up there. But uh, we have a very special guest today. You all know him, the Burner versus favorite chef, Walt. How are you, Walt? <laughs> I'm very well. How are you, my friend, Pants? I am doing fantastic. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I'm excited to, uh, to get into this, ask you some questions, and uh, just get to know you a little better. Sound good? Yeah, for sure, man. Fuck yeah, dude. So first of all, this weekend, you got to hang out with the Heat Daddy, dude. How was that? Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was funny. It was uh, at, a, at a pretty famous club in Calgary called Cowboys. Uh, I hadn't been there for, fuck, 10 years, maybe. Um, it's inside a casino right beside the Saddle Dome. And uh, it was cool. He, they're like, he was funny, I guess. I met him quick, showed him my fucking Martin Hansel jersey, which he liked. Um, but you know, it was fun. You know, I got to, you know, a little shout out to uh, North Estonia, Burner Nick there. I, me and him got to meet and drink together for the first time. So it was a, it was a really good night. That dude, I thought you two knew each other already. I, yeah, no, we didn't. We just, you know, we get along. We like some of the same shit and, uh, we've met very briefly, uh, a few months ago, um, just downtown Calgary, but yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a fun little night. Hell yeah, dude! Did you uh did you bring Mrs. Walt with you, or she was she at home for this one? Uh she was at she was actually at work for this one. I uh sent the uh the offspring to my parents and uh, was completely <laughs> irresponsible with my money and my liver. That's fucking sick, dude! I I saw a tweet from you too that you said uh it was I think maybe three or four in the morning where you said, "Do you want to come over and do cocaine to the Heat Daddy?" Uh, one, <laughs> <laughs> did you have? Were you doing cocaine? And two, no. <laughs> did he accept your offer? <laughs> no, I was just fucking around. I, I think, I don't know, man. I, I don't even remember being up that late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was just fucking around. It, it, was, it was funny, though. That's fucking sick, dude. So yeah. you, you actually do have a ton of uh, a ton of different stories in the Burniverse. I was telling someone about you the other day, and I was like, if you talk to Walt, like you can bring something up, and he'll have a story about how it happened in a kitchen 10 years ago. You just yeah. you know everything. What yeah. is uh? Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say the Walt thing is uh, a lot, very loosely, and a lot based on like how I kind of actually was like ten years ago. So is it really? Yeah, like just like a party animal who has no nothing. Like yeah, just like you know, there's six hundred in the bank, two hundred is going to coke, and then two hundred is going to booze, and a hundred is going to cabs that night <laughs> you could have saved 100 and just drove yourself yeah you know that yeah dude that's sick so i mean i kind of wanted to ask you too um you know maybe what's the craziest thing that you've seen happen at work or in a kitchen it can be like an experience with drugs without drugs like a gordon ramsay type thing or whatever really okay uh well, <laughs> I got two. So one is just a funny kitchen accident. I this uh grill cook we had way back. This was probably 2013. He uh lit the whole grill on fire. There was like a little uh little uh shelf above the grill. He knocked over what we call a nine pan. It's uh fits into a general hotel pan. Nine of them fit. So it's a one ninth pan. It uh was full of duck fat. He started a huge fire. And then the first thing he does is for this grease fire, he runs to the to get water, pit, throws water all over it. Fucking idiot. Yeah, idiot. That was fucked. <laughs> we almost had to shut down that night, but it didn't set off the suppression. We were good. Another one is a personal story. This one's a little more Anthony Bourdain like no reservation or uh, 
uh, Kitchen Confidentials. Um, yeah, yeah. So an owner of the restaurant that I worked at, which is an old family friend of mine, knows my parents. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just gonna. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> he, uh, so me, me and my buddy, my buddy was a bartender at his restaurant. Yeah. And uh, we, it wasn't like a staff party, but there was some event where uh, the kitchen kind of closed and we all got to go sort of party with the people who were partying. It was like his his wife's company's party or something, but mm-hmm. we were all allowed to party. So we go downstairs and it's like a uh, single, so you walk into the wash, the men's washroom, it's like one, two urinals and one stall to shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we go to do some blow in there and as because we go in the same stall right me and the bartender buddy as as my first buddy's coming out the owner who like i'm family friends with comes into the bathroom so buddy closes the door his owner says oh i got a shit i'm in the bathroom (laughs) in the stall that's that he just walked out of and uh he's like oh you you can't shit in there man Oh, I just did a big shit. It's really stinky. <laughs> it works. He was like, "Oh, I guess I'll wait it off." And I'm just sitting in there with like the fucking bag of coke, the debit card, the 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 rolled up bill. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" If he comes in here, there's some explaining to do why there's gr- two grown men in a fucking bathroom stall together in his restaurant. And it worked. The guy didn't go it in worked. there. It worked. It worked. He didn't go in there. I sat in there. I was, it was like the longest, like fifteen seconds of my life. I was like, I'm getting fired. If he comes in here, I'm getting fired. He knows. He, this fucking owner parties. He knows what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, I'm glad you got out of that one. Yeah, uh, that was a jam. Yeah. So okay, kind of take me through too. Just I mean, how you got into being a chef? Like, was it? Did you always have a love of cooking? Was it more something you know you just you, you did a job like your first job and you found out you were sick at it? How did you get into that? Yeah, I, I like cooking. Like growing up, it was always an interest to me. But more or less, like I started working as a dishwasher, mm-hmm. and I realized like fuck, you can do this super hungover. Like I used to party a lot. Of, I think I was like seventeen, eighteen. <laughs> yeah and then one day i was at a golf course and uh fucking salad cooked you didn't show up so they i'd been there a while so they put me on salads and yeah i was just kind of like good at it and from there i didn't wash dishes again and i just kind of wormed my way up all the way to the tippy top i guess dude that's fucking sick man yeah it worked out really well and uh, you know it's it's glamorized these days Mm-hmm. But it's it's bullshit, you know. Every they show the bear, everything like that. They make it feel like yeah, you're so noble. You're very noble, you know. Your bottom line is you're flipping burgers or doing basic math as a head chef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, so then I, I've worked in in restaurants too, um, and in some kitchens. You know, take me through. You know, what was your favorite role? Because I know, like you said, you've got either like sous chefs you've got salads you've got people that come in and prep like you know what's kind of been your favorite role in a kitchen i had this uh it was the i was the lunchtime sous at this uh really uh famous restaurant in calgary Mm -hmm. and uh we every day there's three specials there's a soup of the day and sandwich combo there's a roast of the day Mm -hmm. and there's like a pasta of the day uh that was my favorite job because you're basically like you take every you look you take a, a inventory of the whole kitchen when you show up then you get to make a bunch of dishes for for yourself that you're going to or not well not for yourself but you're going to sell to the restaurant the yeah, yeah. The, the the guests that was my favorite cuz you got to be very creative i 
I coined mm-hmm. the term uh, soup of the day. It doesn't mean like uh, the soup of the day. It's French. It's uh, soup de jour. It means soup before jour, yeah. the garbage. So <laughs> anything that's uh, looking a little, uh, you know, you got to get rid of it. You got to whatever you throw it in the soup. It's delicious. But, yeah. you know, before the garbage. So it was, okay. it was a fun gig. It was, you got to be very creative. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone's listening to this that knows how to edit Wikipedias, please go on Soup of the Day Wikipedia and make sure that you put Walt as the person who coined that term. We need yeah, to make it's, sure. It's, I made that up, uh, Soup de Jour before the garbage, I believe it translates. Historically accurate, yeah. Okay, yeah. good enough. Um, okay, then, you know, being a chef, you're obviously around a, a lot of different food. Um, you know, how bad are seed oils? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think anyone on the planet is filling up their deep fryer with avocado oil. Just it's that is just sounds, you know, that's how you end up selling $36 plate of french fries. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, I don't know. I haven't seen any other I mean, I definitely could be in better shape if I stuck if I sat away from the seed oils, but you know, you're the expert here. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I wanted to know, you know, if, if you're interacting with them on a daily basis, you could probably, you can probably see a little more, but yeah, dude, super bad for you. Just terrible. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I just tons of seed oils, you know, the cheap, it's one of the cheapest things you can order is a jug of canola, canola seed oil. So yeah, see it's yeah. They yeah. want, they want people to be poisoned with it. So they make it super cheap. Oh fucking yeah, man. You drive from, you drive in Alberta in any direction from any city and there's fields and fields and fields of canola flour really oh yeah man probably sorry i don't know where you guys are from but it's the parts in the midwest and the states too it's yellow it's all fucking seed oils it's your enemy yeah dude my number <laughs> my number one fucking op that's yeah. nuts i'm uh no i'm from chicago that's where i live now too but oh, uh, yeah yeah um talk to me about your flame fandom so are you originally from calgary um you know what does that look like was it your parents that followed him at first how does that work for you yeah so i'm originally from calgary i was like nine years old when the flames went to the finals so that's just like a ripe age for a boy to get into sports you know what i mean their team is on some glory run they have the best goalie like the league scene in a long time Mm -hmm. out of nowhere in kippersoft yeah so and then my dad was always a Flames fan. I remember him just like he's the, one of the biggest Theo Fleury fans I've ever seen. It's mm-hmm. hilarious these days, but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I forgot that dude fucking tweets some got crazy him, shit. We, we got him a Theo Fleury uh, blasty that Flames horse jersey for uh, Christmas a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know that's kind of how I grew up, and like um, I've always been a big fan, and you know nobody hates them more than i do but maybe nobody loves them more than i do yeah i don't want to you know 100 percent, dude it's a love-hate relationship so i mean where are you at right now with uh huberto i will ask that just because i'll I'll give my thoughts but give me your thoughts i think that there was an eight game stretch before that toronto loss eight to ten games where he looked like regular huberto that we've seen in florida other than that He's been stink. He fucking sucks. Um, it seems like the team and the fan media morale kind of lives or dies on if Huberto's producing or if Huberto isn't producing. Interesting. Is that just because he's like the big name on the team right now? Because, I mean, you have Kadri there, just won a cup. Like, people are pretty big on Lindholm. Why is it, why is it on Huberto? 
Well, like the thing is, is that he's the ten, he's the ten million dollar man, the biggest yeah. Flames contract in history. He, uh, you know, that you look at Kachuk's recent success and how Kachuk is playing right now, especially the past month or so. Mm-hmm. It's and how his hundred point season last year. It's a lot like you're always comparing. You're always going to compare, and with Huberdo, like. When he was putting up points, when I think it was he had like 10 points in eight games or something, mm-hmm. the organization, the media surrounding, and the fans all you know, all of a sudden flipped from, we got to sell the UFAs to, oh, maybe we got a chance, just got to get in the playoffs. The Flames are looking really solid. Mm-hmm. But really, not that much changed from their defensive play and their goaltending for, all, for the whole season, other than Huberto's putting up, Huberto's producing. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, that is where sort of flames are in a big moment right now. It's like a coin flip. There's two types of people. There's you can't you gotta sign Tanev, you gotta sign Lindholm if you want to compete. And there's the other guys are saying, like, how can you sign these guys? Look yeah. at what the team is. So when Huberto's producing, it's a lot easier to swallow so, like that contract. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what which side are you on right now of the two you just? Oh, I, I I want them to fucking sell every UFA. That's, that's I told on Twitter that I'll kill and fucking skin and braise my rabbit live if they don't sell every UFA by fucking March second at two p.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> I have a oh rabbit downstairs, God. and that thing has a fucking clock next to its cage now. <laughs> Like fuck! Oh my god! Yeah, uh, that's actually that's actually a perfect segue there too. So like, just with your account, you are obviously one of the funniest burners we have on there. Um, and I I think you would have probably the most amount of followers if you weren't like always having to go private. And I I know you said why you've gone private before just to kind of protect yourself and not having to make a new account. But you know, how'd you create a burner? Was it just to kind of rip on people? You know, t- take me through that to where it got you today. So fuck, man, 2020, I got laid off. I got laid off, 2020, and I I made a Twitter. Uh, my The first Twitter I ever made had a Danny DeVito, Always Sunny in Philadelphia profile picture. I forget what it's called. Yeah. It didn't ever work. It, I had it for like a couple weeks, and then I went, I discovered that there is hockey Twitter. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. use my phone a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I made like a, I don't know why I picked the name Walt. I don't know why I picked the profile picture, but it's become like something I can't really change at this point. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, since when I got laid off for COVID, um, nowhere to work, the government in Canada just gave you fucking, like, I was, it was more money than I made working. I don't know where they did yeah. their math, but uh, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> fucking, yeah. And I, 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 people started to latch on. Um, and then, like I said, I was private for a long time because a lot of, uh, mostly, you know, mostly Flames fans who didn't like my opinions would just report me. Too yeah. easy to get, it's too easy to get reported. Yeah, it 100% is. And it's, it's usually like you, you drink, you fucking black out, you tweet something that you don't even remember, and then you fucking wake up, check Twitter, and you see it. And it's like a first thing in the morning surprise. You're like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> they got me. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> 
Every time yeah. I drink, I do that same thing. When I wake up, it's the first thing I check, and I'm like, "Oh, dude!" I like, I like think about it for a second too. I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, what the fuck did I say last night? And, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. my timeline tweets aren't bad, and then I forget to check the replies, and then I'll get like a random like 15 hours later, and I'll be like, "What the fuck was I on?" <laughs> yeah, you're like, "What the fuck?" I said Travis Kelsey's balls smell like puke. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Um, okay. That kind of leads me into my next thing too. Is there a, uh, is there a certain account? It can be a flames account. It can be like a, a public figure or some shit on Twitter that you just absolutely hate the most. Oh yeah. I do have one. I have one locked and loaded actually. Yeah. Who Fucking, is that? So Mike Bardner. Mike Bardner. Yeah. Mike Why Bardner. You... How do you spell that? Uh, so Mike, obviously, but Bartner, yeah. B-A-R-T-N-E-R, maybe it's okay. a D, but he's, uh, like a TikTok fucking hockey video dude. Oh, I fucking know who this is. Yeah. All right. I Why do you hate him? I fucking hate this guy. Oh, you look, look, he's a fucking hates the flames. He, you know, he says, uh, he's been, he's the first person to one of the first accounts to break his opinion on the Toffoli trade saying it was garbage. It was trash. I said that too, but I'm a Flames fan. I can say anything that, that they do is trash and I'll just delete the tweet and fix it. But, yeah. But he, <laughs> but uh, he, you know what he says? He said, he's like the flames get their third round pick and some 25 year old third liner. And then, so, just last week, the Flames fans kind of got at him. I got at him a bit. And the fucking guy, you know, I'm just beefing him publicly. I I was on a Flames podcast yesterday, and I called him out, too. Did you really? Nice. Yeah, Two I did. It was like WWE. Like, here, <laughs> you hear glass shattering, and some bald, drunk guys running down the stage. That was me yesterday. <laughs> do you want to shout out the podcast you went on or no? Uh, it's called Seeing Red. Seeing red. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Everyone go listen to that episode. Um, okay. So yeah, that's your most hated account. Is it really, is it just that he's anti flames and the Toffoli thing was like the thing that you hated the most? Or has there been one thing you can pinpoint and been like, I started hating him this day and like, it, I'll always hate him. Oh, it, it goes back to, cause I, I'm on TikTok a little and, uh, yeah. Just like his, I've seen his, your comments just, on my stuff. I appreciate those. <laughs> yeah. He uh he just like has always talked shit about the flames. Like I think he has a bunch of videos dedicated to like how shit the saddle dome is. And like it's shit, but like it you can just I think you can just piss where you're sitting. Like I don't know the rules there. It's pretty sweet actually. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh I mean I have a lifetime ban, but I've been in there a bunch of times since then. Like you got a lifetime ban from the saddle dome? Yeah, yeah, dude. For what? <laughs> Uh, so probably when I was like 20, I was fucking hammered and we, I'm meeting all my buddies for a game and I had his winter, obviously in Canada, it's cold as shit. You know, you're in Chicago, it's cold as yeah, shit. Yeah. And I had my big fucking coat on like bunch of layers and the Jersey and I, um, uh, get to the front door and I couldn't find my ticket. I'm like, I can't find my ticket. I was like, I have a ticket guys. It was back when I didn't have emails, no phone scanning. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I had a hard copy ticket and can't find it. I can't find it. And uh, I see my buddies. He's on the concourse. You can see the concourse from where you yeah, get yeah. in. And I just, there's a little chick. Like, I think she was like Filipino. She's a small girl. Chicken yeah. I 
fucking ran past her. I blasted. I made a break for it into the dome. Because in my mind, I had a ticket. I just couldn't produce a ticket. <laughs> and and I, I, I went down. I made an immediate left. I went down the staircase and I went into a place called Dutton's. Yeah. It's a, it's a pub inside the dome. It's packed in there. And I did get tackled by security and brought to their security office with police officers. And they took pictures of me. And they fucking told me I'm never allowed back to the dome. Uh, cause it was my second offense or something really as my last, the other time I was there before that, I also got my picture taken in the security office. What'd you do that time? Oh, I got a public intoxication ticket, but the worst part was cause I was just turned 18, just turned 18. Yeah. I was supposed to go to the game with my buddy who was also 18, but he bailed and his little brother who I went to high school with was 16 and we showed up, and I was buying them booze all night, and I got Jesus. caught. Because <laughs> he took, because he took a pit, he got caught taking a piss outside. Oh the back when he God. could smoke at the dome, you know, you can't smoke at the dome anymore. Really? Yeah, they don't let you re-enter at all. There's no smoke pit, nothing. If you're a cigarette smoker, you walk into the dome. You got, you set your clock three hours for the whole hockey game. You can't go for a smoke. Fucking Trudeau and Biden have ruined everything. The well, fucking hey, man. <laughs> it's like they've never heard of Friday. <laughs> Tweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um then I wanted to ask you as well. Um where is it? Okay, so you obviously are very funny too. We kind of talked about it a little bit, but is there a number one comment or tweet that you've had someone where you're like, dude, like I fucking got him and it was just hilarious, even if it was only to you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard question. I, I that's one I'd have to scour the old Twitter for. But yeah, yeah. The other day, I made a tweet and I, I said, uh, I quoted. I was watching actually episode two of Star Wars, and yeah. he goes, "Yeah, I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan, but Anakin says he doesn't like sand, whatever." But he's kind of wanting to get in this <laughs> fucking girl's pants bad, crazy. And yeah. after he says this fucking thing he's like i don't like sand it's coarse and rough after he says it it's the worst line ever and then he just stares right at her tits i he looks boom he just looks at her tits yeah yeah so i tweeted his exact quote and then with like the little stars to uh like uh, a sign of gesture i wrote stares at tits immediately and i i thought it would actually hit harder uh yeah yeah i thought it hit harder it didn't hit very hard that's one of the ones that for me, I tweeted and I thought it would bang because you know Star Wars is big right now. But yeah, 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 that was a sad one. It didn't, it didn't hit, it hit so hard for me. So, dude, I, that's always the worst too when you have when you've got an idea and uh, when you've got an idea and you're like, dude, like this is gonna fucking bang, and then it gets like fucking three likes and you're like, fuck this. Yeah, you're like, I'm just gonna delete this. I'm gonna save it for a different time because yeah. obviously the market isn't hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so a lot of burners actually get their accounts is this your second account you've made oh this is like my fourth or fifth maybe my sixth (laughs) uh like i'm telling you dude why do you think i was private for like a year or two even yeah Uh, i know because like i got sick of it i was like i'm sick of making a new account you know what's come to i this account i had to ask my mom for her phone number to get a text so i could make it and because i was hanging out with her when I got banned, I was like, oh, fuck, my Twitter's banned. Can I do this quick? And I have to go to burneremail.com. I don't know if you ever heard of it. 
You just Google yeah, burner I do know email. What you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and it's on a burner email because if I try to use my phone number, my last phone number, uh, fucking my girlfriend's phone number, it all says like, bro, you've been banned. So, like you can't, <laughs> like you can't use those phone numbers anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. So I'm so sick of it. But right now, you know what? I'm living that unprivate life. I'm I'm letting it flow. I've learned you just there's just like eleven words you can't say. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want do you want to say him here? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. know, a, yeah, a, a lot of them are variations of the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, holy shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Then I think a couple last things here I wanted to ask you. How often are you getting sauced up now? Oh, you know, I mean not too often. I joke about it more on Twitter than I actually do. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's based on me like 10 years ago. If I think it's funny, it's funny. But like, fuck. You know what? I got to be honest. The other night with Nick, I fucking hadn't drank like that in a while. I went to the bathroom in some dive bar. I don't even remember the name of it. I threw up right on the floor. <laughs> like, I was not used to this. I was not used to I, I think, you know, I'm not... I'm a veteran. I might not be seasoned at this point anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I have. I drink a little too much for yeah. someone, you know, who's. Yeah, it's been hard. You know, COVID was huge, especially in the food industry. That yeah. time I drank a lot, and then it kind of the it lingered. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I booze and then I don't booze. It's not nothing too crazy. A hundred percent. What's your go-to drink of choice? Like a one liquor and one beer. Oh, I drink Pilsner, old style Pilsner. It's got, it's in the fucking green can with the rabbits and it's got a red flag. It says Pilsner. It's uh, Saskatchewan and Albertan staple. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then for liquor, I really like uh, Sailor Jerry's rum. Yeah, okay. I'm a, I'm a Sailor Jerry fan. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah it's really good. <laughs> That's sick, man. Uh, Well, hey, man, dude, I appreciate you coming on, dude. This has been awesome. Um. Really quickly, do you have anything you want to shout out? Last thoughts, anything like that? Anyone you want to tell, go fuck yourselves too? Yeah, Mike Bardner, go fuck yourself, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, I do want to shout out, uh, you know, there's some some fun people on Twitter. Nick's pretty cool. I really like all you guys, the whole, uh, the whole cast here at the, at the podcast and uh, pretty much everyone in our, in our little chats there on Twitter are really awesome. And you guys just make, you know, when you're taking a shit and you can look at your phone, it's a it's a bit of a fucking laugh. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Well, thanks. I appreciate you saying that. Like like I said too, dude, you are easily one of the funniest people on here. I used to screenshot your shit all the time when you were on private and send it to the group chat. And I was just like, dude, this is <laughs> fucking hilarious. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No problem, man. Well, hey, thanks again for coming on. And I'm going to end this. Don't leave though because your track has to upload. Okay.